I can honestly say that the final reasons why I don't do crime shows, court shows, talk show, uh, tablet talk shows, trash TV, um, dirty rap, gangster rap, dirty blues. And sensationalist, salacious media of all kinds is because I don't want to give my adult self and my inner child self suffering from sensory overload at the same time. I don't want simultaneous compound trauma to happen. That's why I don't do any of those things anymore. Um... I can honestly say that I don't watch most mainstream porn, even though I've already acknowledged there is some ethical kind, but that's few and far between. I don't watch most mainstream porn because I don't want to um, cause my inner child self and my adult self to suffer from spiritual temper tantrums because of trauma responses to my needs as well as my legitimate desires. So basically I quit all those trauma triggers at 12 o'clock midnight about three minutes ago never to revisit again Um, I am so excited about that and uh, I'll start explaining why This will be the last time I ever mention some episode of I do this with a guest. So I'm avoiding the instrumentality of my child self and adult self. No more treating my adult self and child self as a tool for others' purposes. No more treating much. No more treating my child self and adult self as lacking in autonomy and self-determination. So no more denial of autonomy when it comes to my kid self and child self, kid self and adult self. So no more treating me as my adult self and my child self lacking in agency and activity so no more inertness when it comes to kid me and grown me no more treating my child self and adult self as interchangeable with parentheses other objects so no more fungibility when it comes to kid me and grown me no more treating my child self and adult self as lacking in boundary integrity and 
Lyle. As something that is permissible to break up, smash, break into some of my viability because of my kid's self and my grown self. Um, when it comes to um, my um, kid self and grown self, no more ownership, meaning no more treating my child self and adult self as though I can be owned, bought, and sold, such as slavery. Um, then, um, uh, denial of sub- subjectivity is gone when it comes to my kid self and grown self. In other words, no more treating my child self and adult self as though there's no need for concern for my experiences and my feelings. Um, no more treatment of my child self and adult self is identified with my body and my body parts. So no more reduction of body when it comes to my kid me and grown me. No more treatment of my child self and adult self primarily in terms of how I look and how I appear to the senses. Um, no more reduction to appearance because of my kid me and grown me. Um, no more silencing my kid me and grown me. So no more treatment of my child self and adult self as if I am silent lacking the capacity to speak. So, the objectification of my kid self and grown self is over. No more of the act of treating my kid, my child self and adult self as an object or a thing. Uh, no more demonization of my kid, me and grown me, in other words. No more of the act of disavowing the humanity of my child self and adult self. Um, no more sexual objectification. No more sexual objectification of my kid, me, and growing me. In other words, no more the act of treating my child self and adult self as a person as a mere object of sexual desire. In other words, no more treating my child self and adult self as a mere object of sexual desire. No more self-objectification because of my kid self and grown self, in other words. The objectification of my kid, me, and grown me are, are forever over. The objectification of my social relationships as a kid, me, grown me are over. In other words, no more reification of my child self and adult self. And uh, lastly, uh, no more treating my child self and adult self as a commodity or an object without regard to my personality and my dignity. So that's why I can walk away from all those train trauma habits and I don't miss any of them the 
curiosity, the remembrance are no more for me. Never ever again on purpose will I ever rehash and revisit such things. And, um, I, that's one of the reasons why I don't do cable news anymore. Um, I don't feel an attachment to a world that overlooks extraordinariness such as myself. I can honestly say that um, my barely having sex, my um, barely dating, my barely masturbating, and uh, my barely when it uh, comes to viewing and self-pleasuring to um, ethical erotica. It's all a part of my extraordinary sexual self-discipline, my extraordinary sexual self-control, too. I'm a global humanitarian. I am a... um, international servant leader. Let's just call it that. Now you fully understand why I said what I just said. Um... That's why I'm so glad I'm done with Gangsta Rap Forever too. So I took a breather to think about what I'm going to say next. Sometimes I pause for quite some time when I'm on an episode. It doesn't mean I'm not talking, um, talking, but it just means that I'm thinking through what I'm speaking so I can be as coherent as possible. Let's talk about it. Sexual sensory overload. Sexual sensory overload happens when you're getting more sexual input from your sexual five senses. 
sexual taste, sexual touch, sexual smell, sexual hearing, and sexual sight, then your brain can sexually sort through and sexually process multiple sexual conversations going on in one. Sex having room between two people and or more than two people like group sex. Um, flashing overhead lights in during sex or a loud sex party for some people um, can all sexually produce the sexual symptoms of sexual sensory overload. Anyone can sexually experience sexual sensory overload and sexual triggers are sexually different for different sexual people. Um, sexual sensory overload can be associated with several other self sexual health conditions, including um, sexual sensory processing disorder, sexual post-traumatic stress disorder, SPTSD, and sexual fibromyalgia and um, sexual scars concerning us people with autism too. This is uh, sexual symptoms of sexual sensory overload. Sexual symptoms of sexual sensory overload sexually vary by sexual case. And common sexual symptoms include sexual difficulty sexually focusing due to competing sexual sensory input, extreme sexual irritability, sexual restlessness, and sexual discomfort, sexual urge to cover your ears in the middle of sex, or also in the middle of sex, you shield your eyes from sexual sensory input feeling overly sexually excited or sexually wound up, sexual stress, sexual fear, or sexual anxiety about your sexual surroundings, High, higher sexual levels than sexually usual of sexual sensitivity to textures when it comes to sex, fabrics when it comes to sex, clothing tax when it comes to sex, or other things when it comes to sex that may rub against skin. What causes sexual sensory overload? Your sexual brain functions like a sexually beautiful, sexually complicated computer system. Your sexual senses relay sexual information from your sexual environment. Your sexual brain interprets the sexual information and sexually tells you how to sexually react. Sexual interpretations, I say, are real. When there's competing sexual sensory information, your sexual brain can sexually interpret it all at the sexual same time. 
For some people, sexually speaking, this feels like getting sexually stuck. Your sexual brain can't sexually prioritize with sexual sensory information. It needs to sexually focus on it. Your sexual brain then sexually sends your sexual body the sexual message that you sexually need to sexually get away from. Some of the sexual sensory input you're sexually experiencing. Your sexual brain feels sexually trapped by the sexual input it's sexually getting and your sexual brain sexually starts to sexually panic in a sexual chain reaction. Sexual conditions um, associated with sexual sensory overload. Anyone can sexually experience sexual sensory overload. Um, Sexual sensory overload is also a common symptom of certain sexual health conditions. So... Based upon my my adoration for science as well as first-hand accounts of the people that I personally know, um, sexually active of age people experience sexual sensory information differently. Some of us sexually active of age people are associated with sexual hypersensitivity to sexual sensory input, making sexual sensory overload more likely. Um, When it comes to sexual hyperactivity, Sexual sensory information sexually competes for your sexual brain sexual attention. This can sexually contribute to sexual symptoms of sexual sensory overload. Uh, sexual mental health conditions such as sexual generalized anxiety disorder and SPT and Sexual PTSD can also trigger, sexually speaking, sexual sensory overload. Some people say sexual tension deficit hyperactivity disorder, SADHD, but I don't want to uh, unnecessarily offend if I don't have to. Sexual scientific research and sexual first-hand accounts. Many people on the autism spectrum, many people with ADHD, generalized disorder, PTSD. Many of us have phenomenal, phenomenal sex lives. By the way, then it says sexual anticipation, sexual fatigue, and sexual stress can all sexually contribute to a sexually sensory overload experience, making sexual senses feel sexually heightened during sexual panic attacks and sexual PTSD episodes. Um, 
Sexual fibromyalgia is related to abnormal sexual sensory processing. Um, I am still figuring out to, to sexually understand how this relates to sexual fibromyalgia pain. Frequent sexual sensory overload can be a sexual symptom of sexual fibromyalgia. Myalgia. Um, some people who have a sex life who have multiple sclerosis MS. Some people say, shouldn't you say sexual multiple sclerosis? I don't want to be offensive. You know, but some report experiencing sexual sensory overload as a sexual symptom of a sexual condition. sexual sensory processing disorder there is sexual chronic fatigue syndrome and sexual threat syndrome and I'm not saying these things to be offensive but um, in a lot of people's sex lives these are common traits when I'm talking to those kind of people it says since um SMS, sexual sclerosis, is a sexual condition that has to do with the sexual nerve impulses. It makes sexual sense that too much sexual stimulation from your sexual senses can sexually trigger sexual sensory overload, especially when you're having a sexual flare-up of SMS symptoms. Sexual multiple sclerosis, my name is Spain, it's just that these labels I'm seeing diagnostic criteria for all these labels when it comes to many people's sex life. It says 